Hello, world. It's your girl, Stells, broadcasting today, early, early morning with House Rossi Radio. Welcome. I know it's been a while, and there's been a lot of changes and things that have happened with uh, the House of Rossi, as well as the music scene um, here with myself. Currently, I'm working on a couple of new projects. Um, side project with experimental guitar, uh, more bluesy, or roots voice was what people have been asking me, and... Uh, dabbling into a little bit of sampling and electronica fusion in a band called The Velvet Crush, which released uh, one of the first uh, rough takes of You Got Ro- You Thought Wrong, and uh, another one called Powdered Sugar for Your Mind. Um, that's going to be coming out soon on House Rossi Records, so stay tuned for that. Um, it'll be streaming in 185 countries and 44 platforms worldwide. So that's very exciting news. Madness, Methods of Madness is going to take a little bit of a hiatus right now. Um, due to unforeseen circumstances and bad things that ended up with a restraining order, we lost a member of the band and uh, just unfortunate waste of time, energy, and talent. But, you know, sometimes these things happen and uh show must go on. So we're going to go ahead and cancel out of that. Battle of the Bands later on the 30th of this month, which, you know, it kind of sucks, but we'll be back, guys. We just got to get our shit together. Um, On the horizon, however, is Project Midnight Trains. As you know, we recently played Porchfest um, and a few other places like House of Bards and whatnot to unleash, you know, the unseen fact that I'm also a fiddler. Um, Playing gypsy fiddle and uh, cumbia and Latin-themed music is amazing as a violinist and it it is really a treat for me to kind of put down the gloves on the guitar shred and step back into my fiddler orchestral background um it's fun i've also been poking around on bass these days getting my lows down on the down low yeah and that's been great um it seems that you know the more you meet the people in the musical community which in tucson we have such a beautiful community full of positive people um, doing a lot of things to help their community because it's getting around that time of year to start thinking about your fellow man, which brings me to the da 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 big news. Yes, there will be a second annual Not So Silent Night. It is happening at 1212 at the Edge Bar in Tucson. And I'd like to thank the Edge for giving us the opportunity to have our event there this year. Last year, as you guys know, it was at House of Bards. You know, no shade at House of Bards. We love them. But we're just trying to spread it around, and we we got to have it at the edge this year. We just had a lovely event at House of Bards called Art Rocks uh, last month, and that was amazing, all of the wonderful people that turned out for that. Um, We've just been getting involved in a lot more community projects, which means less podcast time, you know? So... And my voice is going in and out as we speak because I'm, I'm in session work and singing and, and working on a new EP that's due out this fall. Um, hopefully, well, winter, more likely now that we're past fall, but December. Um, I'm rambling on and on, I know, but I am extremely overworked and tired. <laughs> but I love what I do, so, I mean, what can you say, right? Anyone who is looking to actually get more involved with the House of Rossi, you can go ahead and reach us at our website, www.thehouseofrossi.com, as well as thehouseofrossi.org. Any email stuff about if you want to get involved in our 
events as a vendor or sponsor. We do do things like uh, for Not So Silent Night. We're going to be doing food vendors as well as goods vendors. Um, we want to get the community more involved in these social welfare events because to stimulate the socioeconomic economy, we need to actually have businesses and the public working together. It's good for commerce. It's good for the community. Let's just do it. You know, one of the most beautiful things that I love about these projects is just the magic that happens when everybody comes together. The artists, the musicians, the business owners, the people who just randomly are great people within the community that give a shit. It's, it's awesome to see that there are still so many good people and positive things in the world. So on that note, what I would like for you to do in your mindfulness of a wise Wednesday is to take a moment and have gratitude for what is okay. So often we get focused on that negative aspect of life of it's not good enough or it could have been better, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Famous old phrase, shoulda, coulda, woulda, can't do shit. Your time is the one thing you'll never get back, so enjoy the gift that is the present. And with that, let's get these tunes cranking. Coming up to the 15 until the top hour of 5 a.m. with the wake-up call. This is your girl Stells. Happy November 14th, 2018. We are getting closer to turkey time. So uh, seeing that it's a wacky wise Wednesday, we're going to go ahead and have excerpts for you guys. Today with a little bit of uh, reading from Mr. Mark Manson's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, as well as Cranked Out Playlists from Yours Truly, and a couple of leaks of some original stuff from The Killing Floor in the band room over with uh, projects that I'm working on at Millwill Studios. That's right. The band has actually got a rehearsal space courtesy of Jeff Rocks, and there's so much to catch up with you guys today. We're going to be speaking to them from Millwill Studios later and just a lot of new music coming up from several projects, Midnight Trains, known as 12T. Method to the Madness has got some stuff for you guys to hear. And then there's going to be a global release of the first rough skeletal from a new project called The Velvet Crush. Stay tuned. That was our first morning set there, starting off with Jimi Hendrix's Gypsy, then moving on into Angus and Julia Stone's Draw Your Sword, and then I believe it was followed up by Ed Sheeran's Make It Rain. That's a haunting track there. I love that one. I do also believe we had Hozier in there with The Arsonist. The man is just brilliant. And we ended that set off with The Heavy. How you like now? Because as we are approaching that magic five o'clock hour, we will do our morning zen meditation and then move forward to them tunes to get you cranked out with your coffee. That's Wacky Wednesday, people. Let's get it done. Okay, that was just our cheerleader hyped up superpower hour 
to get us all up and going there, kicking off with Gwen Stefani, and I think it ended with Diane Wood, with featuring Dita Von Teese with Gucci Gucci. Next, we're gonna move into the groove right after this Zen meditation coming right up.
out of that and get that done in the next couple of days. Cool. I had to get her. Passers by, looking 
So, hi, this is Stiles, and I just wanted to share something with you. I wanted to let you know that there's a great book that I'm reading by Mr. Mark Manson, and it's titled The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, a counterintuitive approach to living a good life. And it was a number one New York Times bestseller, so says the sticker on the front. But what I found really intriguing about this particular book was and I just started it, and I may be reading excerpts from time to time, there was a topic that really hit close to home for not just myself, but I'm sure a lot of you out there. And it addressed how sometimes on a subconscious level, we have like a backdrop, if you think of like your brain as a computer, excuse me, and in the background, like all of the stuff you don't see when you're looking at the monitor, those background processes of the neurons going in our brain and our mind and mentality, We've got a loop of, of a feedback that's subconscious, and, and I totally can identify with that. It's just the body's got all of these internal functions and things that we, we really don't know the magic of how we work per se, but we do in a, in a sense of being just knowing. So let's get back to this process of the feedback loop inside of our heads. A lot of us have what this book identifies as the feedback loop from hell. Okay, so I'm going to read exactly what Mr. Manson has to say about this nice last name. And this is in like the early chapter of Don't Try. It says, there's an insidious quirk to your brain that, if you let it, can drive you absolutely batty. (laughs) Tell me if this sounds familiar to any of you. You get anxious about confronting somebody in your life. That anxiety cripples you and you start wondering why you're so anxious. Now you're becoming anxious about being anxious. Oh no, doubtfully anxious. Now you're anxious about your anxiety, which is causing more anxiety. Quick, where's the whiskey? Or let's say you have an anger problem. You get pissed off at the stupidest, most insane stuff. And you have no idea why. And the fact that you get pissed off so easily starts to piss you off even more. And then, in your petty rage, you realize that being angry all the time 
makes you shallow and mean as a person. And you hate this. You hate it so much that you get angry at yourself. Now look at you. You're angry at yourself, getting angry about being angry. Yeah, fuck you. Put up a wall. Here, fast. Here's a fist. Okay, so, or you're so worried about being the right thing all the time that you become worried about how much you're worrying. Or you feel so guilty for every mistake you make that you begin to feel guilty about how guilty you're feeling. Or you get sad and alone so often that it makes you feel even more sad and alone just thinking about it. Welcome to the feedback loop from hell. Chances are you've engaged in it more than a few times. Maybe you're engaging in it right now. God, I do the feedback loop all the time. I'm such a loser for doing it. I should stop. Oh my God, I feel like such a loser for calling myself a loser. I should stop calling myself a loser. Oh fuck, I'm doing it again. See, I'm a loser. Ugh. Calm down, amigo. Believe it or not, this is part of beauty as being a human being. Very few animals on earth have the ability to think cogent thoughts to begin with, but we humans have the luxury of being able to have thoughts about our thoughts, other thoughts. So I can think about watching Miley Cyrus videos on YouTube and then immediately think about what a sicko I am for wanting to even watch Miley Cyrus videos on YouTube. Ta-da! The miracle of consciousness. Now here's the problem with consciousness. Our society today, though the wonders and through the wonders of the consumer culture, <laughs> and hey, look, my life is so cooler than your social media's life, has bred a whole generation of people who believe that having these negative experiences, i.e. anxiety, fear, guilt, etc., is totally not okay. <laughs> I mean, if you look at your Facebook feed, Everybody there is having a fucking grand old time. Look, eight people got married this week, and some 16-year-old on TV got a Ferrari for her birthday, and another kid just made $2 billion inventing an app that automatically delivers you more toilet paper when you run out. Ding! <laughs> Meanwhile, you're stuck at home flossing your cat, and you can't help but think your life sucks even more than you thought. The feedback loop from hell has become a borderline epidemic, making many of us overly stressed, overly neurotic, and overly self-loathing. Back in grandpa's day, he would feel like shit and think to himself, gee whiz, I sure do feel like a cow turd today, but hey, I guess that's just life. Back to shoveling hay. But now, <laughs> now a days, if you feel like shit for even five minutes, you're bombarded with 350 images of people totally happy. <laughs> and having amazing fucking lives. And it's impossible to not feel like there's something wrong with you. It's this last part that gets us into trouble. We feel bad about feeling bad. We feel guilty for feeling guilty. We get angry about getting angry. We get anxious about feeling anxious. 
what is wrong with me, we think. This is why not giving a fuck is key. This is why it's going to save the world. And it's going to save it by accepting that the world is totally fucked. And that's all right, because it's always been that way. And it always will be. By not giving a fuck that you feel bad, you should circuit the feedback loop. You short circuit it, man. You shut down the feedback loop from hell. You say to yourself, I feel like shit, but who gives a fuck? And then, as if sprinkled by magical fuck-giving fairy dust, you stop hating yourself for feeling so bad. George Orwell said that to see what's in front of one's nose requires the constant struggle. Well, the solution to our stress and anxiety is right there in front of our noses. And we're too busy watching porn or advertisements for ab machines that don't work or wondering why we're not banging the hot blonde with the rockin' six-pack to notice. We joke online about first-world problems, but we really have become victims of our own success. Stress-related health issues, anxiety disorders, and cases of depression have skyrocketed over the past 30 years. Despite the fact that everyone has a flat-screen TV and can have their groceries delivered, (laughs) our crisis is no longer material. It's existential. It's spiritual. We have so much fucking stuff and so many opportunities that we don't even know what to give a fuck about anymore. Because there's an infinite amount of things we can now see or know. There are also an infinite amount of number of ways we can discover that we don't measure up, that we're not good enough, that things aren't as great as they could be, And this rips us up inside because there's the thing that's wrong with all of the how-to-be-happy shit that's been shared 8 million times on Facebook in the past few years. Here's what nobody realizes about all of this crap. One point. The desire for more positive experience is in itself a negative experience and process. And paradoxically... The acceptance of one's negative experiences is itself a positive experience. Now, that doesn't mean that you become Lord freaking Duke Nukem of gloom, okay? And that's where I'm going to leave off. That was an excerpt from the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, A Counterintuitive Approach to Living a Good Life by Mr. Mark Morrison. I highly recommend checking this book out and purchasing it. It's a good read. Um, just philosophical ways to think about things. But that point in itself is very true. We've got a social disease happening right now, people. We are so busy distracting ourselves with what we could have. The entitlement's just gone out of control and we don't even have gratitude for what we do have anymore. We're doing anti-social socialism. We'd rather stare at a screen than interact with those near us. You have entire families on screens and not speaking anymore in the same house and texting each other. It's just fucking ridiculous. You've got people going to parties and bars or having intimate moments so fixated like zombies on this existential, superficial, virtual reality 
that they don't even know how to actually communicate properly one-on-one -on -one without technology anymore. We can still fix this. Open your minds, guys. The human brain and the will is a powerful thing.
Ready? One, two.
you know it's for sure You've got your questions, honey I'm gonna tell you about First you're fighting your nervous And then you think you're unsure You have these questions, honey I'm gonna tell you about everything
This one's a winner and I I think you know it's for sure You've got your questions, honey I'm gonna tell you Back where 